Welcome to Burn It Down and Leave. This week we watch Mortal Kombat. So, round one, fight. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Today we're with Matt Hemke and Brad Levine. Hello, everyone. Hi. And um, yeah. What do you guys think about it? Well, I love Mortal Kombat. I uh, come at it from perspective of a hardcore fanboy. The Mortal Kombat 1 and 2 were some of the first games I ever played. I played all the games up until number 9 uh, when I got out of gaming, but I love the first movie. I uh, even still follow Mortal Kombat now that I don't play the games because uh, I'm just interested in this shit. And I was a hardcore fan of how this movie uh, catered to the fan base but also tried to work as its own thing independent of the the fan base i too uh come at it from a uh a fan i vivid memories of going to the uh what was electronics boutique back in the day <laughs> uh <laughs> buying mortal kombat and i remember the uproar of too violent a video game parents were freaking out about their kids uh ripping hearts out of people's chests yeah it's really too bad this movie doesn't lean into that yeah they should have like their killer parents at the beginning or something (laughs) yeah but uh you know this was a definitely a fun movie and um uh, looking forward to talking about it yeah i liked it too um i have a lot of like little nitpicky things i think are just funny but um for the games, I think I didn't really start playing them until like the first one on, that was on the Wii, and then I was like, on "Oh, the this Wii? is yeah." The wow. one on the Wii is awesome. It sucks. <laughs> okay. But um, <laughs> then I got ten for Christmas one year. But I'm like, yeah, Mortal Kombat's always been like an interesting, fun thing, and I really like the movie that came out a long time ago, the first oh, one. That is a masterpiece. It is a good movie. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, so I'm glad that all of us enjoyed it. I was really worried that it was going to be a nightmare, but it just it was just a fun little adventure. I definitely think they did the video game fans justice with oh this. Oh my god! Yeah, um, you know there there I mean there were definitely things to nitpick. Like one of the things I was hoping to see more of. I mean, Mortal Kombat's known for its side by side fights, right? And I felt like a lot of the fights, although extremely cool and well choreographed, and bloody awesome but you know they, they could have done more of the the profile side by side coming at each other fight as opposed to more or just even like before each fight not not each fight but it would be funny if they did they just start it with both of them standing side by like yes. that like just starting it like doing that for like some the reason, weird like, motion like weirdly getting into like a weird frame where it made, like <laughs> like why are you doing this right all of a sudden but um i want to start real quick with my biggest complaint, oh, and that is Johnny Cage isn't in this movie. I hear, hear, and they teased me, and I'm like, "You sons of guns!" If you're because, gonna tease me, just give me the actor at least who's gonna portray him later. Well, I'm like, they're gonna, they know everybody wants Johnny Cage. <laughs> well, I think they did a very smart thing by not putting Johnny Cage in this movie because if they want to develop the franchise and make more sequels and get people to come, I I feel like they set it up and now people have something. Even if they didn't like the movie, 
they can still get those people that didn't like it to come to the next movie and say, oh, now we have Johnny Cage to come back. Well, I agree with you. I just was sad. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the, and then I just was like, knowing the games, Kano is the worst reveal in history for me. Like, he's a bad guy. It's I, like he was a bad guy already. <laughs> I'm going to defend this a little bit. I thought that was kind of neat that they were uh, playing with uh, these are the Earth's heroes that have to to fight, right? And one of them is this shitbag of a human being. And they're just forced to include him. And you're kind of like used to narratives where you have the Han Solo character who's not a good guy but weirdly likable, even though he's kind of a scumbag. And then he reforms by the end. And I thought that's kind of what they were going to do uh, with him. And then they, they didn't. They just let him be a bad guy until he had that the turn with Cabal. I was just like, hey, Cabal. you're an a-hole. Why don't you join me? Yeah. <laughs> he was by far my favorite part of this movie. I Kano? was laughing out loud at his one-liners. Yeah. It was great. And he, like, I'm not familiar with who the actor was. I bet he's big in Australia. I, I looked him up. Uh, he's actually like a writer-director, and he improv most of those lines. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's good. I'm glad. That's good to know. I'm glad he came up with those, and it wasn't the writers. It was genuinely... You know, I like him even more. This is like way funnier than I want. I thought it was going to be. I was like, this is like a good combination of like humor. Because sometimes they try to be funny and it's like cringy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is like genuinely funny. Like, it's just a good, solid take on this guy. This is what I would expect this kind of person to act like. My my wife ruined him for me because like uh, a quarter of the way into the movie, like when they're in the desert and she's fighting uh, or Sonya Blades fighting him, uh, my wife leans into my ear and is like, from certain angles, he looks like Robin Williams with a beard. And then I was like, no, he doesn't. And then they cut immediately to him on the ground where he looks exactly like Robin Williams with a beard. And then I couldn't not see that the whole rest of the movie. Uh, but he was great. I thought he was really well acted. Well, I think it's interesting that he turns into the guy from the Avatar movie. The gen the general. <laughs> yeah. Because he has that scratch. <laughs> like he on does his have face. the scratch on the face. <laughs> it's like the same it's identical. Thing. You're I right. was hoping to see the metal plate, but I mean I, I imagine he's okay. gonna be used in the second one because they he vanishes and uh Sub Zero vanishes at the end. Uh and oh uh, no, it's him and Goro that vanish, right? Sub Zero and Kano Goro. vanishes. Yeah, Kano vanishes with oh, the okay. smoke. I don't remember. <laughs> I watched it yesterday. I can't remember that far back. <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah. Molina's just I'm assuming straight up gone as is Cabal and some of those others. Um Melina, her face makeup, I was just like, Do you think that they made her have it like that because they didn't want it to be too close to the Heath Ledger like Joker face paint? Mm. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like I'm like, can't you like get like a napkin and like <laughs> wipe your face? You got blood <laughs> all over your face. I liked what they did with uh her look. I thought that was kinda cool and I liked how bestial she was. Yeah. Um, that was cool. I would have liked to see like she's a, kind of an important character. My like my two favorite characters are Johnny Cage and Katana. So I was like low key pissed throughout the movie. But um, uh, I liked her relationship with Melina in the the video games and like her backstory. That I'm assuming is just not going to play into it anymore. The biggest mistake in Mortal Kombat video games is that Katana uses fans. Yeah. And her name is Katana. <laughs> yeah, like, I know, right? Like, why would she... Whatever. She's not in this movie, so who cares? Her fans <laughs> no. are, though. 
Their fans are. Yeah, you, yeah. You like the people that come to the store or come to a movie, big fans yeah. of her. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. Thanks. <laughs> I workshopped it for half a second. I really liked how they worked in the like the they stayed true to the like the skills that the that the characters had in the video games, like Sonya's uh, spin kicks, spin that she kick. did. Uh, Luke like, Kang's I, like bicycle kick. Yeah, I, I, oh, that I was I geeked out at that. Yeah. I, I remember was, I leaned over to you, Hemke, and said and commented on that. You watched it together? Yes, we did. We did. Oh, you son of the guns. I wish I was there. I think that's the first movie we saw together and yeah, that's, for four years. Yeah. <laughs> um I just think it's really funny that what's his name? Cabal. Yeah. He's like, I'm the fastest man alive. And then he's like, oh no, this very slow moving bicycle kick hit me. <laughs> I'm gonna take issue with Cabal here for a second. Uh I, I have no attachment to that character from video game or anything. Um however, I will say this. In the movie, you have pretty good costume work on virtually every single character, and then you could the tell the moment that they <laughs> well <laughs> they ran out of budget they were like, I don't know, just pick stuff out of the dumpster, spray paint it black and put it on his face, <laughs> it'll be fine. <laughs> Is that what he looks like in the game? Not really. Like a little, he has like a metal faceplate thing that he looks more like Bane does in the the Batman comics. But I felt, oh, I yeah, felt, I felt like he kind of looked like Predator. Yeah, yeah that's what I was saying. I'm like, yeah, oh, the yeah. Predators in this. Yeah. Well, he's in the Mortal Kombat 11 or something, so yeah, it makes sense. They're so tying it all together. Um, I have a question for everyone. Sure. To go around the room, what was your favorite fatality that they showed? Um. <laughs> Mine, I have an answer. Uh, my, I have an answer for my favorite and my biggest missed opportunity. Favorite was when they uh, slashed Natara in half with uh, Kung Lao. Oh, yeah, bad. you stole mine. That was great. <laughs> However, I'm bummed because I really like Natara as a character. She's a real character. Yeah, she was I'm number like, this five. This person's gonna die instantly. <laughs> like, I, was I loved like... playing her. She was fun. She, I think she was in, either in the fifth or the sixth game. Um, I hate Kung Lao. Oh, I don't like that guy. I don't like that character. I'm just like, this is guy. And I like that they make fun of him for his moves being the stupidest thing in the world. That was kind of funny. Um, My favorite one was. I just like that he um, Kano just punched his hole through reptiles chest. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking beauty. And that. it's just beating in his hand. <laughs> well, yeah, they had to do that because that's the that was one of the first fatalities I ever yeah. executed yeah. in the first video game was ripping the guy's heart out. He's the and, easiest fatality yeah. to do. And I like that he's like drawing a little graphic novel of himself. Like, <laughs> I that was funny ripping too. it. I'm like, that's actually pretty solid artwork uh, <laughs> for, you know, on like a pen pad, like just sitting there. Um, my biggest missed opportunity uh like finishing move uh came from Jax. So they're at the spike pit. Jax has a couple of finishing moves. The one that they use in the movie is like real. You you can do that you finishing move. You can clap move. his head off. But one of the other yeah. Uh one of the other ones is he uppercuts somebody so hard that their head flies off. But the way oh, to activate awesome. the spike pit in the video game is whoever you uppercut falls into the spikes. So I thought he was gonna uppercut the dude's head off and the guy was going to fall in the spikes, and oh, it was going to be a twofer. If you're going to use the spike pit, give me the spike pit. I want to see somebody land in that fucking spike pit. My <laughs> friend also said, like, you can, like, knock people in the spike pit in the game, and I was like, oh, really? Yeah. So, yeah. I'm also there. glad they included uh, Scorpion's fire breath. Oh, yes. I like that, too. I My only down thing about that was I wanted him 
to not get his face fixed after that. Like I wanted yeah, his like face cool. to be melted off, and I'm like, oh, so then they can still have the actor's like eyes, and under the mask, it's all skeleton. And he's like, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back to mustache man. I thought that was so good. I uh, like he. Uh, the use of scorpion and the implementation of get over here was oh, yeah. so fantastic they really uh catered to the fans here with just like flawless victory it yeah. was awesome it was nice it was nice to see like a little bit of like in the past before they were sub zero and scorpion that opening sure. scene is i was phenomenal. nervous that that was going to be bad that, and yeah. it ended up being i was like i oh, yeah, i can live with this that opening scene reminded me of uh, Edward Zwick, Last Samurai. I, I never saw it. You never saw, you know, Tom the, Cruise. Yeah, the only thing I've seen in that movie is there's a, a very famous scene where there's a horse uh, walking next to a bunch of extras, and the horse kicks the extra <laughs> right in the crotch. It's the funniest guy. Oh, that, that, that was, um, I saw that on YouTube. Yeah, it <laughs> is the funniest thing in the yeah. world. It's a, the horse, the horse sidekicks. <laughs> That's hilarious. It, it was, oh, look that up, everybody. Do yourself a favor. Really funny. I had tears. Scorpion's <laughs> a bad guy, right? So there's multiple different, uh, there's multiple different interpretations. Scorpion can be a bad guy, but he's also a defender of Earth uh, realm uh, in some incarnations as well. So sometimes he's a bad guy, sometimes he's a good guy. Just like Sub Zero can sometimes be a good guy, sometimes be a bad guy, depending on if he's the the descendant of or uh, the next moniker of Sub Zero. Okay, because I thought the Sub Zero in the game was the brother of Sub Zero that gets killed. So yeah, so the the first Sub Zero. So this is going to be a spoiler alert for number two, everybody. Uh, but Sub Zero oh, well. dies. Uh, <laughs> Uh, evil Sub-Zero dies, becomes Noob Saibot, and the brother uh, a Sub-Zero is an, a defender of Earthrealm, but Scorpion I believe still has the uh, the beef with the whole Linquake clan. In the original Mortal Kombat they're both working for uh, um, uh, Shang Tsung. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he collected their souls. I yeah. So- if I call him Shao Kahn Correct me because in the I deleted the review of the the first movie and I called him Shang Tsung the whole time even though it was Shao Kahn and I was like I'm an idiot. <laughs> I did the opposite. So I was uh, I did a review of Mortal Kombat one and two the other day, uh, the the two movies, and I kept calling everybody Shang Tsung. Everyone. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> Both of those. So Shang Tsung threw a Johnny Cage poster on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I kept calling Shang Tsung and Shao Kahn Shang Tsung, and yeah, uh, it was confusing as hell. Um. What did you th- think of how they like incorporated characters in like the story, like that weren't in the story, but like they would have like so like they Midnight said that Bull Bo Rai Cho was the trainer of uh, Liu Kang and yeah, um, stupid hat guy. <laughs> I can't Lao. remember his name. Kung Lao. Like okay, and then that like Baraka is like on a mural. Well, and I also liked uh, yeah, I thought that was cool. They had Night Wolf on a a, a picture. Uh, you saw Katana's uh, fan. You saw Shinnok's uh, little emerald uh, uh, gold. Uh, amulet and whatnot. There's a lot of really cool things like that. I really dug that kind of stuff. Um, I also thought Kung Lao was kind of interesting because he's not the real Kung Lao. He's uh, just a descendant with the same name. So they tip the hat if they ever want to do like a prequel movie. They did you what? Can follow. Oh, they, they tipped <laughs> the blade hat. Um, <laughs> uh, they could do a Kung Lao story where he won the first Mortal Kombat or whichever 
combat that they want. That was the one big, one of my big issues with the movie. Like the whole movie, I'm waiting for this freaking tournament to start. <laughs> yeah. And the tournament never starts. That was my, this movie is a movie that's between, uh, basically between the tournaments, that, which is kind of a neat idea. You set up the concept of what the tournament is uh, so that you can have the bad guys picking off so that the Earth Realm has no defender and they'll automatically win. That's cool, right? However, you, you've kind of integrated the idea of a tournament. You should give me that at some point. Well, that's the sequel. Yeah, I imagine that's going to be two or three or four. And you can just jump in. You can just watch the 1990s whatever version, <laughs> and it's it drops in right at the end of this movie. <laughs> just started at the tournament. <laughs> no, then uh, Sonya Blade and Jax already have their things going on. Yeah, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, we need our defenders," and then, um, whatever. Who cares? The main guy, is he a character or they no. make it up? He was, and I thought that was kind of clever. They, rather than have a so it, I, it's clever with a but. Um, rather than pick a main character from the game, they created an, a main character for you to follow. So you have your unique experience while watching the movie. Unfortunately, Mortal Kombat is, by design, every character is designed to be the main character of the story. Right. So, uh, you're kind of it's kind of like a whole Titanic situation. Titanic is a great movie about a real-life incident following these two fictional characters that, ha- that weren't there. You're kind of doing that with this. Like, you have these plethora of great main characters, and we're going to follow MMA fighter guy that we just invented. It sounded like I said farter, but I, I definitely wanted to say fighter. It's okay. I, well, while I was watching it, I kind of was thinking that they were going to go the route of him taking on the scorpion. I thought, scorpion I thought he was going to be scorpion. Yeah. No problem. I'm like waiting for the chains to come out of yeah. his hand. I thought like that, that was, was going to be his power. Gonna yeah. Like he was going to absorb like the memories of his ancestor and then yeah. become I mean, scorpion. What was his... Wait, what do you call it again? The, the uh, It started with an A. He, Akano, uh, um, I forgot what I it was, remember. but you know what I mean. Like Arcana, he, yeah, Arcana. Yeah, Arcana. He, he didn't like. I couldn't get like what his was. He has a suit that lights up. He can and do he whatever. Has, like, he's Black arm. Panther. Yeah, he's literally Black Panther. Yeah, and he has, yeah. like these arm blades or whatever. One of them is just one of those like a police baton, and the other yeah. one's like a police baton, but they sharpened it. <laughs> I imagine throughout the because apparently the the filmmaker pitched this movie plus a sequel and if that does well as well the, he, he he had a five movie story arc uh that would have a beginning middle and end kind of piece i would imagine that throughout the game he would be or the movies he would become scorpion by the end of it like the new scorpion or something his powers are very undefined yeah because <laughs> he's like i can do an uppercut that makes my hand glow but i can also pet black panther it but like he really doesn't do anything with that yeah and then, so they kept showing the um, the dagger getting wrapped up with like that twine or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then he's like, that's what happens to his body. He just gets like a weird like metal yeah. suit. I'm like, how is he going to win? <laughs> <laughs> but it's also funny that like Kano gets his laser ball eye. Yeah. And then he's also get super strength <laughs> because he starts throwing like people through the seat like he's like throws sonya like 50 feet <laughs> yeah and i'm like so do you get superhuman strength too yeah the uh i thought it was kind of wild how the whole movie is uh 
like just incredibly violent to the point where violence has no meaning. Everybody's getting up from every hit that's definitely lethal. <laughs> Matt, I have a question. Fine. I have a question for you, Matt. Which Sony Blade did you like better, the Bridget Nielsen or this incarnation? Bridget Wilson. Bridget Wilson, um, sorry. There's also Sandra Hess from the second movie. Uh, I, well, I like this one better because she had a character and a character arc. Whereas the first one, they d really develop her character for 45 minutes. She has her fight with Kano, and then she has no more character, and she's a damsel in distress in a fucking, like, weird princess getup uh, in that first movie. So this one is the best Sonya Blade. I like the actor from the first one. Yeah, same here. But, yeah, the character development in this one's a little better. Um, I thought she was a good actress, though, in this, too. The best part about the first one and her fight with Kano is that she does like this thing where she puts her legs on his neck yeah. and she's like doing a handstand. And I was like, can he just like pick her up and then slam her down? <laughs> like, he's yeah, like, totally. I'm uh, unable to fight. <laughs> and he's like only in cap. Like he just can't turn his neck. He's got like the Batman suit on. The, <laughs> the part that bothers me with that is she scissor kicks him to the ground and then snaps his neck. But he's like, no, don't. But as he's doing that, spit is just spilling from his Heck mouth yeah. like a volcano, and it's just all over her leg, and I I can't unsee it. It's just disturbing. That fight, you can see a lot of influences that this director had. That fight really reminded me of the Quentin Tarantino in this movie, uh, Kill yeah. Bill Two. Which one? The fight between Sony and Kano in or, this with movie the in, the in like the motorhome, like just okay, a yeah. very enclosed space. Mm -hmm. It did feel like uh, Kill Bill, which I was too. fine with. I like, but I definitely saw it right away. I'm like, this is like Kill Bill. Uh, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about. The fight scenes in, in this, I I liked that they switched up how they shot them. Some of them are sweeping, panning shots while uh, the fight is going on, so you can see absolutely everything. And some of them, uh, where the uh, the heroes have a little more grounded abilities or definitely just human, or no abilities, human, yeah. or no abilities are more li shot like uh, Christopher Nolan or, or like a, a Born supremacy Born. kind of thing, where it's like tight, quick cuts, uh, frenetic action where you can't see what's going on. Uh, disorienting. I thought it was neat how they swept between the two, but then once you got to like Scorpion and Sub Zero, the cameras pulled back and you can see everything going on. That might have been by design. Yeah, and I'm sure it was. Like, like the, the director definitely thought. Just to highlight that last fight. Yeah. I thought the last fight was the weakest one. I, I was like, this is the least interesting fight that I've saw of the whole movie. Oh, come on. He builds the ice wall just like but that in the was game. in the trailer. Like, so, okay, the trailer ruined that for me. I was like, the two cool things that happened in that fight were in the trailer. And I just was like, it's still good. It just was like underwhelming, I guess, for me. It wasn't for me. I thought. It and was then like when uh, what's her face gets her body blown through. Uh, yeah. I, okay. So I have a thought about that. Uh, I feel like the, the use of Sonya Blade in this movie is really good. But they did it because the type of audience that is going to see Mortal Kombat is also the same type of audience that's like online hating on Rey because she's a Mary Sue in Star Wars. So they're like, we can't do that with Sonya Blade. We have to let her like slow build and earn her power. <laughs> uh, and so they do. They like the whole movie. She slow builds, earns her power, so that she, is, so that fanboys on the internet can't make that complaint. But then the very next shot, she has, she her, has her like her attribute that shoots that everybody the else thing. worked like weeks far yeah and, and she's she like just I can't, oh yeah this. i just like showed up with it so i cool. can't wait for the internet to be a dickhead about it but that also but like her melina getting murdered i was like 
murdered. That's anticlimactic. She like, like Sony's like, I'm here and <laughs> killed her. Like, I, I like. I wanted to see my biggest fatality. I wanted to see was her kiss of death. That's one of my favorite things in the the games. Uh, kill any of the good guys. Yeah. Well, no. Her uh, uh, Sonya do the kiss of death. Oh. Um. And uh, I suppose they can wait and do that in the second one. Yeah, she but. has to develop more powers. Yeah. Yeah. Um. She has to get her attribute. So I want to story issues I have that okay. I think are. It's just whatever, but it's like. So one, Raiden takes that baby and is like, I'm taking this baby. And then he like lets the person leave. (laughs) Like, why wouldn't he, why wouldn't that child be the one that's trained through generations to be the like hero? They're like, oh, well, Sub-Zero ain't chasing him anymore, so you can just move on back with, like, the rest of the world. And yeah. then it's, like, the ancestor's, like, a crappy MMA fighter, and it's, like, isn't the whole point you took the baby so that this prophecy would be fulfilled? Why wouldn't you, like, do something about it? I thought that was kind of weird, too. Like, there's there's a lot of weird nitp- uh, nitpicky things. Like, they, uh, also, they never established that why Sub-Zero can live forever, like, at all. I think, well... Because didn't Cabal say that he was like maimed and then he went to Outworld and then became like an Outworld person? I guess. I don't know. That that just seemed kind of weird to the me. The Scorpion lives because he went to hell. It was like, yeah, I, I was fine with Scorpion because he's a Spectre, but my understanding was that uh, Sub Zero was always just like a normal dude with excellent magical abilities. Maybe he got poached over there and they gave him <laughs> life powers. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of like, like you could go in with an exacto knife and cut this movie to shreds. But uh, by design, it's not meant to be like dissected. Unlike the last movie we did a podcast on, where I think they invite <laughs> thoughts, so therefore invite criticism. This movie is, begs you not to think during the film. So you know what's like interesting, Matt? The fact that you like this movie. And I think you like this movie because you're a fan of growing up in the video game, which is why I was I a fan a of like Superman foam. But 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 you didn't. <laughs> but still, I mean, it's just I'm I'm glad that you like this movie because it truly was like not a, like in terms of cinema, it was not a cinematic masterpiece in any way. Well, the thing and about this movie can... is that it it doesn't want you to think that it's good. It does. It's like it's. Ba- how often are video game movies good? I have two things to say on this. Uh, number one, the thing that stopped me from liking uh, Justice League is the moment like where Wonder Woman <laughs> the blows the pers- uh, person up. Then there's a girl who looks at her as an aspirational figure. That would have been like, I, th- I would have turned on this movie if at the end of the movie, after Cole kills uh, Sub-Zero, his daughter's like, I want to be like you when I uh, when I grow up, and he's like, you can obliterate any sub zero you want, honey. I probably would have turned on the movie. I'd have been I on There isn't conflict there. I that, bet in the uh, sequel, the daughter grows up to be part of the tournament. Heck yeah! <laughs> I imagine they'll just like fridge her and kill her. I'm excited for the DLC character of Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, I'm curious to find out what his powers are. Um, the other thing I was <laughs> going to say. So you brought uh, you guys both kind of brought this up. Um, video game movies have this stigma, probably rightfully so, where they're not very good. And I, 
I don't think that you can watch this movie and say that it's like a bad movie. At the no. very least, this movie is better than you'd expect and top tier of quality of the type of genre it is, right? Yeah. Yes. So the the comparable thing that you could compare this to would be comic book movies. And comic book movies have the, had that same stigma for years and years until really Christopher Nolan. But the only reason that some people gave them some credence here and there was because you had Helmers like Richard Donner do Superman and George Lucas do Howard the Duck. Uh, and also <laughs> like Tim Burton do Batman. All of them are auteurs that have gone on to do like varying great works or regrettable works, whatever. Video game movies have never had a Helmer who has gone on to do anything of relevance. Um, the closest you'd get is Paul W. Sanderson made Mortal Kombat and then became famous for fucking up the Resident Evil and Alien <laughs> vs. Predator franchises and doing Monster Hunter. Like, he makes video game movies kind of badly, uh, even though he did it well, he successfully very, job. Uh, very first time. <laughs> yeah. But, like, what like years ago there was talk of um a halo movie about in 2008 or so and peter jackson was going to do it and i was like well this will be it all it takes is for one filmmaker to either have a retroactive uh, you go back retroactively and like hey that movie was good because they're successful now kind of like david fincher with alien 3 uh or have a really good established filmmaker come in and make a video game movie because like the negative reviews i'm seeing on this movie i completely think are unfounded like the they're nitpicking and all saying well it's a video game movie so you know it's bad by design and stuff like that and it's like i don't think any of them are bad by design no (laughs) i think they're bad because they're bad and the ones that are good are good yeah and like this movie is definitely a cut above same thing with the first mortal Kombat movie i think those those two are the strongest examples we have of video game movies along with sonic and detective pikachu uh other than those four and maybe the first resident evil you can't really argue quality anywhere else uh and those are kind of minimal qualities at that Come on, the Super Mario Brothers movie rocked. I actually kind of like that movie. I do kind of like that movie. What movie has the shoes from Super Mario in it as like the jump boots? I have no idea. Was it Demolition Man or something where they had them as like they were like prisoner shoes? Probably. I think they were made by the same company, so that makes sense. Um, Let's take a little side note and name some of our favorite video game movies. I can't even... I did. I gave you my top five. Yeah, no. Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, uh, Mortal Kombat, Detective, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Pikachu, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Resident Evil 1 or 4. Those are the only two that I thought were okay. Um, I would say, yeah, I like this one. I like uh, Sonic, obviously. Yeah. My favorite movie. <laughs> one of my favorites. And then the first Mortal Kombat, which is weird. And I love the Street Fighter movie. I think that movie is super fun. and it leans i think it recognizes that it's a bad movie and they lean into it m bison at any time in that movie is the best like he has some good quote i think this is the second podcast we've talked about the street fighter movie always talk about street fighter movie i happen to like the remake of hitman i don't think i ever watched it (laughs) i didn't watch the i didn't watch the remake but i did watch the original one at marcus actually (laughs) and it, it was good I mean, it was good for what it was, but like like Hemke was talking about, I mean, they're just, you're not really getting good 
filmmakers making these movies, but it, it, it had its charm and it was, I enjoyed it. For whatever reason, like with, with the comic book movies, they were extrapolating people who had made like art films, uh, like in college and stuff like that. Uh, Tim Burton had made like Frankenweenie and stuff like that <laughs> before he did Batman and Pee Wee Herman or whatever. Um, and like, they, it took a long time for them to find legitimacy, whereas video game movies, they just uh, pull from whoever's making music videos, and that's not necessarily how to make a long narrative. Right. Actually, I want to go back and change my answer. Or VFX Although I answers. did like Hitman. Hitman 1, so it's fine. But <laughs> this movie I, I watch over and over again. It's truly a, not a good movie, but it had it has actors that I really love to watch on screen. Are you going to say Blood Rain? <laughs> no, I'm going to say Need for Speed. A, oh my god, I love Need for Speed. A, I love cars. B, I love, you know, Dominic uh West. No, not Dominic. What's his name? Uh Dominic Toretto. No, Aaron, I forgot. Aaron Paul. Well, Aaron, first you have Aaron Paul, you have Imogen Poots, you have uh What a fun name. Yeah. You have Dakota Johnson. Oh, I didn't know she was in that. Yeah. I, I do like her. Are you talking oh, about Dino? Dino, the guy who played Dino. Yeah. I don't know his name, but yeah. He's in like multiple TV shows that I like. Um, but I, I just, yeah, I, I really. Oh, and you also have uh, Remy Malik in one of his first roles. And Michael Keaton. And Michael Keaton. It's, yeah. yeah, that's a good movie. And people didn't like it. I liked it a lot. I, I truly it. love that movie. And I forgot it was a video game movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was good. <laughs> I can watch that over and over again. Yeah, that's true. That is fu- that's just well, a I fun film. My homework is to watch Need for Speed. <laughs> Let's go into it knowing. I think the big problem. I know this isn't Mortal Kombat, but I know. I think the big problem why people didn't like that movie or just didn't go see it was because they advertised it as another Fast and the Furious, and that's mm. not what it is at all. No, okay, <laughs> that's what I thought it was. That's why I didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, it's not. It's a revenge movie. It's not Fast and the Furious. It um, was kind of like Vanishing Point almost. Where like he has to get someplace in a certain amount of time. Drive the seventies vanishing. Yeah, point the seventies vanishing point, which I truly love. I do if like you like the good car movie, watch that one. And did any of you see the Tomb Raider movie? I've seen oh, all yeah. three Tomb Raider movies, too. and I no, hated no, no, them no, all no. equally. The new new one. Yeah, yeah I saw Alicia that one. I didn't like it. Did you like it? Well, it was a ripoff of Indiana Jones. The last I think, Crusade, the, I think yeah. is, is it's based off the remake game that they made. Yeah, from like twenty sixteen or whatever. Yeah. Isn't and um yeah it's basically a ripoff. <laughs> well, no, like almost shot for shot in the end when she oh, really? when they go to the island like yeah the, the puzzles that she has to solve is almost exactly like Indiana Jones. Oh, that's yeah. funny. I never it's saw it. So you've never seen Indiana Jones in the last. No, Crusade? I never saw the Tomb Raider oh, movie. Okay. okay, I I watched it. I I didn't like it at all. I was so bored out of my mind throughout that whole thing. I actually preferred the. 2002 one or whatever cradle of life no the first one oh okay they were okay they were fun for the time Uh, no um (laughs) but back to mortal Kombat. um because it's just fun that it was came out and it was like fun to watch but yeah like little story things that are like oh why did they make these decisions and my friend was like why did he send back to his family when he knew that they were attacking him. Like, yeah. it's clearly they had to like tell the audience like that Raiden did that on purpose so that he would awaken. And it's like, not everybody's stupid. Like, you don't have to explain everything. So yeah, you're right. The uh, there is little things like that. I think all the villains in this movie, especially Shang Tsung, are incredibly underwritten. They spend a long, a long time developing all the heroes as well as 
Kano and uh, Sub-Zero, but everybody else is so underwritten that... They don't even say Goro's name. Yeah, no, Goro doesn't have a name. I'm not even convinced that that will ultimately I, I was be also Goro. not convinced that, that was Goro. I thought it was just some generic... I don't think it is, too, because they had the huge, a huge statue of Goro, yeah. and if you're going to make a huge statue of someone, it's not going to be the one that showed up and gets defeated by yeah, he's this just the grunt, no name. The jobber. That was yeah. a pretty amazing, uh, the intestine spill yes. was, he looked like the Hulk. He did look like the Hulk. I was like, Oh my God, Bruce Banner. <laughs> but, um, and then, yeah, you're right. They were incredibly underrated because it was like, what's his name? Shang Sun. Shang Sun. <laughs> yeah. Shang uh, <laughs> he, uh, I'm like, I don't understand at all. How the older gods work. Because if he's like, at first he's like, won't they get mad? And then he's like, yeah, but we'll be all sneaky sneaky about it. So <laughs> we'll send Sub-Zero in to attack the city. Oh, Doggy wants to talk. Um, Sub-Zero is going to come in and attack the city in broad daylight with magic ice powers. Yeah. I, I We haven't touched on Sub-Zero yet. Sub-Zero was friggin fantastic in this movie uh i really liked what they did with his character he was such like a, a viable threat throughout the whole thing yeah he was really strong and they accepted that he was really strong yeah and uh he had a lot of the the best screen presence without having much dialogue if anything outside of a couple bits of uh chinese and saying i am sub-zero mm-hmm. but, the ling kuei yeah um but then he would say something in English. Yeah. I'm like, isn't this like a thousand years ago <laughs> in, like, in like whatever country this is? I did notice that. I thought about that too. That was in that opening uh, 10 minutes. That opening 10 minutes, I think, is just pitch perfect. It was incredibly emotionally satisfying and uh, it set the whole tone of what the movie ultimately ended up being. And I really dug it. And then, it, and then it's like, I get like Scorpion's going to say, get over here. Yeah. But I'm like, he doesn't speak English. Oh, that was something that blew me oh. away that I didn't notice until like it clicked in my head. He does not speak English at all, other than saying, get over here, right? Yeah. And Cole knows what he's saying. What do you mean at the end when he like, says, they take all care know of my that, bloodline? And they're all talking and he like knows, that, like they all can understand each other. And it didn't click in my head. I'm like, it's it's believable that he could know Japanese. Yeah. But I'm like, did his family understand? It didn't seem like they didn't understand. I suppose it would have been weird if you just paused the movie and just be like, what did he say? Or he could just, <laughs> or he could just have been said it in English. Yeah, there you go. Um, because he lived in hell for a thousand years, so I'm sure he knew how to he learned something. My <laughs> favorite, most heartwarming moment was right after uh, his family unfroze. And then, <laughs> uh, and then uh, Luke these Kang. puns. <laughs> <laughs> Luke Kang was like, here, let me warm you. That was just so sweet. I love that. I thought that was the weirdest thing ever. I loved it so much. I was like, I love that dude. He's a so great he's little puppy. He's going to stand there for like an hour with his hand like this? <laughs> yeah. Just light a torch or something. That's a great little puppy dog guy. I love him. He was also, like, ridiculously, distractingly pretty. He was a pretty boy. He was yeah. ripped. He was. <laughs> he was the same dude in uh, the Power Rangers movie. He was yeah, the Black, the, Black, Ranger. the Black Ranger. That's right. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I looked him up afterwards. Um, So my other big nitpick that's just a nitpick, but I was like, this is kind of dumb. Cole comes in into, like, the void or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, you know how, like, the villain just keeps showing up to our house and beating us up? What if we, like... You can teleport anybody, so why don't you just like teleport us over here and then split them up, and make it like a little yeah. tournament? And Raiden's like, "That's a great idea. I'm glad that you thought of it. And that fulfills the prophecy." Yeah, <laughs> and it's like nobody ever thought of like 
splitting them up. Raiden's like, I can't interfere, but he always interferes. He's constantly doing things. It's yeah. like I was hoping to see Raiden fight. I, I wanted him to do a eventually. little bit of fight with what's his name instead of being like, go away. I don't want you here. <laughs> Shang Tsung did nothing in this movie. Well, him and Raiden didn't do anything either. Yeah. So, I, like, I imagine that the next one will be the actual tournament, right? He did suck the soul out of that guy. That was pretty cool. Um, I was bummed. I actually liked Kung Lao. Uh, well, I hate him in his hats. Glad he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had to kill somebody, and if you're gonna, I, I assumed it was gonna be him. The moment yeah. he was like, "I am named after the uh, Kung I'm Lao, the most Kung the Lao of any Kung Lao." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, so he's not even the real one. He, he's he's gone." <laughs> I thought they might also kill Cole too because he's not a character. No, they're definitely gonna put him in the game. Yeah, he's gonna be. He's gonna be. Although it's fifteen dollars, be... and he's gonna be a DLC character. Let's predict. Who is going to play Johnny Cage? No? John Cena. John, I would kill big. myself. It, it has kidding. to be someone that's not muscle bound. Yeah, it has to be like that guy in the guy. first one. Lyndon Ashby in the first one was just perfect. I, I kind of want them to just bring him back in <laughs> DA. I wanted the guy Marvel that played style. Raiden in the first one to be Raiden. Christopher yeah. Lambert? He has to. He's like, too old. He was so good. <laughs> Whatever. They, can, they can't put makeup on him. <laughs> he didn't him. do anything. So like. He just stood there and had really bad CGI eyeballs. Like, I'm sure that they could just make him whatever. I want this white guy to be Raiden. Um, no, I can't think of an act. I'll, I'll think of one later. But I'll right. be like, who's usually Johnny Cage? They have but to be like really good looking, ripped, have the ego, and... Right. Uh, be likable at the same time which is like a really hard i bet they're gonna make like ryan reynolds zach efron that'd be fun ryan zach efron or ryan reynolds oh <laughs> robert patterson <laughs> robert e. pattinson that's the, what i meant to say. yeah i was just checking just making um, sure now he's batman that's it he could be not Batman. <laughs> i know just... he'd be johnny cage um <laughs> or uh if Ryan Reynolds, I think, would make a perfect one. He's also, like, he's also like 50, though. So? <laughs> I'm just saying. like He doesn't look 50. Well, Ryan Reynolds no. is probably like 40 now. No, I'm saying he's 50. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Is he really 50? I think he's like he's been... No, at, he's younger than me. He was like 25 in, uh, like 25 years right, ago. We have to check this out. We're like going to look 25, it up. 25 years ago? Yeah. Math doesn't add up to 50. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. If anybody has any thoughts on who you... Sh- Cast, but he's forty four. Like I said, younger than me. There we go. But uh, that's a good question, and I wish I would have thought of before he came in. Yeah, I wish I would have come um, forbear with it. But we can just speculate for years and then be mad when it's not any of the people we picked. And it's gonna be like <laughs> Clint Eastwood's kid or whatever. Probably be like Mark no. Wahlberg or somebody. My get like watch Mark Wahlberg. No. I would die. <laughs> no, I'm not yeah. saying he'd make a good Johnny no. Cage, but I could just picture like, oh, we need a top tier name. They're going to throw in, like, Justin Bieber or something. No, 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 no. It's no, got to no, be no. someone that can that can fight. And yeah. Ryan, was, Ryan Reynolds did, like, Deadpool. And I think, like, Johnny Cage is kind of, like, the same, like, yeah. snarky character. Yeah. Yeah. I could picture Ryan Reynolds throwing yeah, I could totally do photo of himself on the dead person. Yeah. I, I can't picture, like, Mark Wahlberg doing that. I just picture him in The Happening. <laughs> So. so who would you have as like Shao Kahn, who's like the big bad? Vin Diesel. No. Because <laughs> he has that helmet on. You I would like uh, to have Vin Diesel be like the real Goro or Kintaro <laughs> or whatever. He's already a tree, so he can be anything. 
I think Vin Diesel would be good because he put that thing on his head and he would look like a dummy and his voice is dumb, so it's all good. I want an actor I can understand. <laughs> he mumbles too much. Oh, the guy that played Bane then. There you go, Tom, <laughs> Tom Hardy. Hardy. Yeah. I would actually watch that. Although he's like way too short. But Oh, they can't use magic. They made the Hobbit short. They can make him tall. True it's gonna be that. the rock watch. I don't <laughs> actually there you go. The rock should have been Jax. <laughs> Oh, that would have been awesome. Jax was fine. I like Jax. Yeah. I don't understand how the powers manifest. <laughs> are so work. dumb. <laughs> because I'm like, so it's just like if they have something near them that they like a lot, <laughs> he doesn't. Jax's arms turning into robot arms that aren't lame was dumb but cool. Okay. I'm like, whatever. If he has to manifest a power and it just gets super robot arms, that's fine. Here's but Kung Lao's power is his hat moves. <laughs> so, so here's what's dumb. Like, the movie has a great opening act. The opening third of this movie is phenomenal. The uh, the closing third of this movie is fantastic. From the void, void onwards is just fantastic. The middle act is completely kind of like, you're just kind of like, all right, let's 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 move it along here because you're watching them try to manifest these powers, but they don't do it like organically at it's all. Weird. Like it's it, it just seems weird. Like if Kane was going to get laser vision, why is it only out of the one eye? The one that got scratched. Eye? Yeah. Like why isn't it out of both well, eyes? He has to see out of one eye. Yeah. He can't <laughs> laser with one yeah. eye and see out of the other. I don't know. That, like that's where I was just like, all right, guys. That, I so thought his laser eye was like robotic. It is in the game. And is I it imagine in this like, too? No. He gets like juice poured on his face and he's like, my laser eyes malfunctioning and it's like short circuiting. I guess it feels yeah, like that. That's like, right. It's like electrical. Yeah. Yeah. So has he got robot eyeball? I don't know. That's weird. Maybe it manifests into something like, because Jack's robot arms became robot arms. Maybe it manifests into like what you think is like, cool and a robotic laser eyes cool he yeah. definitely would think a robotic laser eyes cool <laughs> he was like the quintessential 90s male lead of like action movies of this ilk mm. like they they i feel like they just like plucked that whole concept of character and plopped him in this movie didn't update him at all and uh which <laughs> yeah, is just fine. let him exist <laughs> yeah i thought he was wonderful um then kung lao not Kung Lao. Uh, what's his name? Liu Kang. His fireball power is awesome, right? Yeah. It's like Avatar The Last Airbender in this movie. He's yeah. like, and then he shoots the fireball and everybody just moves. <laughs> if, for those of you that can't see, Mike just imitated. <laughs> yeah, I just did like some Power Rangers <laughs> with <moves>. his hands. <laughs> he, I like the look of the fire in it too. Like, uh, I thought the, the special effects in CGI fire. Yeah. I'm like, he's got too many fancy... It's like, all right, he's doing all the inputs to put this move in. It's like, I think I know what's coming. This fireball. C-A-D-A, up, down. Yeah. His fatality was kind of fun. Yeah, I really liked that. Who did he kill? He killed Cabal, right? Right. What was he sinking in? I don't know. He was like in a tar pit, right? It was almost like a quicksand type Was it always there? Or was it? Like- I think that was like a an element of one of the games. There's a like a forest, uh, part in the game where you can like interact with the background as well. I kind of wish that we would have seen a little more of the ground to know that that was a something. Then he just suddenly because I'm like, wait, did he like did 
was he setting him up to have this him fall in there so he could trap him to do that move or what's happening? Yeah, that that was kind of weird, but I like they didn't even need that. I mean, if you're going to be eaten by a fire dragon, you don't need to have the excuse of, oh, he's trapped. <laughs> like, Well, otherwise he could move because he can move really fast. Yeah, but so can the dragon. The dragon had to be like, I'm a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, oh, no. <laughs> that was really cool. I, I liked uh, that each of the characters got their like little fatality and everybody got to do the their one of their special moves. Yeah. Pretty cool. It would be sad if they didn't do that. It would be like, the whole point of the game is to be brutal. So, like, I didn't like the nod. Some of the nods were like, when Hat Boy says... Flawless victory, or victory, oh, whatever. That was awesome. I hated it. Oh. I'm like, nobody in the real world would say that. An announcer would say that. Yeah. I was fine with it. I had no problem with it. I was expecting it to happen, so. I guess, yeah. I just thought it was like a not thing somebody would say. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> it's fair enough. I want to say I love the soundtrack, uh, the score. I, I the, love the, the nod too. to the 90s techno. Yeah. yeah. it was, But they updated it. Yeah, the remix awesome. like, at the end was more dubstepy. I like yeah. that. It was a good update for that. It felt like tonally weird with the rest of this movie, but I did like that. Like independently, that song is fantastic and and whatnot. Uh, I don't know. It just like the movie was darker in tone, but that felt like a weirdly like brighter and poppier version of the original song. You know what I mean? I guess. But, but you're getting ready yeah. to go onto the next movie so you gotta yes. get that you gotta get that energy yeah but yeah the think. music was good in this there wasn't any like weird like out of place music that made me sick yeah <laughs> you know where did you land with the transference of the like birthmark <laughs> that was kind of weird right i was like ah whatever uh, you know if they have to make an excuse for them to pick the people then i guess transferring the power is fine would that be considered the macguffin yeah, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Definitely a MacGuffin. Yeah. I have to have the magic dragon amulet MacGuffin that's yeah. attached to my body. So it passes down generation to generation for that one family specifically. Yeah. So. But if you kill someone with the. Yeah. So like nobody it. in his but line was, died. Yeah. But Sub-Zero killed his dad. Or, or his uh, ancestor. Yeah. So why wouldn't he get the dragon tattoo he might have gotten it at that sub zero with the dragon oh. tattoo is my favorite movie. maybe if you already <laughs> have one then uh but he doesn't he's from another place i thought it was only earth people got the dragon no i think one. everybody gets it so when they kill cole his daughter won't magically get it it'll be the guy that killed him gets it yeah unless he dies a natural death then his daughter or whatever would get it okay Makes sense. I guess. It's like the Elder Wand in Harry Potter. <laughs> so if somebody defeats him, yeah, but then he gets possession of the magic tattoo. But then if somebody else uses the magic tattoo and they're not the true Let's call owner, it a birthmark. <laughs> the birthmark, yes. It's not like the Elder Wand at all. Because how is Voldemort going to win? <laughs> Whatever. They... They definitely um, made that an excuse to have that in there, and it was fine for me. I don't care. I like that was my problem with the movie. Was like I was sitting there and I thought about it for like three seconds after I was watching it. I was like, 
this movie doesn't care enough for me to actually think about this. Why am I thinking about this? So then I just kept going. But like the Jack's arms gets ripped off, and then Sub Zero's like, I, I, so first when he fights Scorpion, he's like, "You're basically dead." So goodbye. <laughs> yeah. And then when he fights Jax, he just rips his arms off and throws them down the thing, and he's like, "He's probably dead." Goodbye. <laughs> and I'm like, is this is just thing is where he doesn't finish the job. <laughs> I'm going to point out that after he like rips off Jax's arms, he throws him down the thing. Jax smacks his head so hard yeah, that he would be dead dead, forever alive, dead. Though. And then he's not only is he alive, he has no injury on his head when you next see him. Well, they use magic healing powers from the other realms. Yeah. They should have given him a metal plate right there. <laughs> then he'd be Kano. We're there talking about a movie where people rip people's hearts out. Yeah, I know. I think we can let that slide. <laughs> I, but no... You, for sure, we all thought that he was going to get the super cool robot arms from the beginning and not like, yeah, like those Fantastic weird little Four tread- right now. <laughs> that <laughs> was, was like funny. The- that was so funny. His yeah, the- arms didn't match his body. No, they were like little T-Rex arms. It was adorable. <laughs> and then he's like trying to lift that thing up yeah. and the joints are like popping off. I'm like, yeah. They couldn't have made better arms for him. Like they could make <laughs> arms for him. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> what if his, his attribute like manifested differently than like they had originally got really strong. <laughs> yeah. like he had weak little arms still but his legs got strong because he was trying to push up with his legs yeah <laughs> i can kick hard now oh that would be beautiful um so all the outworlder people just are already powerful because they're like demons and stuff yeah basically so do they awaken i don't know well it's a different realm yeah so they have different rules that's fair i'll take that okay good <laughs> they have different right. rules but the rules don't matter yeah it's like whose line is it anyway but for <laughs> fighting because yeah you were stepped away for a moment but we were talking about how like um the bad guy was like we have to make sure the elder gods don't notice us and then he's like they don't care they don't what care. i do yeah. and then raiden's like i have to follow the rules so he doesn't do anything and it's like nobody cares if they're breaking the rules and attacking you you he did say that like interfering with the mortals isn't a big deal but yeah. isn't Raiden's whole thing like I can't interfere with the mortals? He can't interfere in the tournament, so he can like implement his power to protect them because the tournament's not going on. So he should have registered these people into the tournament. Technically, they're part of the tournament. <laughs> yeah, isn't there like a sign-up sheet? Yeah, sign, <laughs> yeah. sign in. That was why Johnny Cage wasn't there. He didn't make the cut yet. You're right. Kano had to die. It's true. <laughs> I just like that. There's only. Doesn't Raiden say, I'm going to make some more amulets to put on people? Yeah. So why didn't he just do that more often? True. <laughs> we have six humans that can fight. <laughs> I can make infinite amounts of people that have powers. It's amazing. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I like to tear things apart just to be like, why? It's just to build like, back up. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine with me to do that. Yeah. Um, do you have any points that you guys want to bring up at all? I think we brought up. I think, one. yeah, I think I'm good for the end pieces. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely think that's a good film, and it's, yeah. it's not much to, not even much to talk about, like, like negatively, like even to like shit on a little bit for funny. It's just like a genuinely good movie to watch. Um, but, Be- oh, with well, no, I was just gonna be- because this is from the '90s. I'm gonna quote. 90s TV show in living color. I'm going to give it three snaps up and Z formation. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll take it. Um, So this leads me to my next question then. Would it be better with Michael Sarah? Yes. Yes. Uh 
I agree. I have an answer. Oh, you're going to take my answer. I want Brad to go first. Yes. Because yes. he went first last time. All right. Yes. I don't think anybody's going to take my answer. All right. I'm ready. Goro. <laughs> Goro. With the head of Michael Cena. I mean, Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah's head of John Cena's body. <laughs> I would. I love it. I love that idea. I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> would it? Would you have him be ripped with Michael Sarah's head? Yes. Or would you have him be Michael Sarah's body? <laughs> oh, actually, like, that would be four with like forearms yeah. with like this frail, yeah. lanky kid. Yeah. Uh huh. And a windbreaker. That's how he has to look to my, in my heart. I'm Goro's brother, Boro. <laughs> <laughs> he borrowed this windbreaker. <laughs> that's good. Uh, that's a good answer. Oh, that was a good I pull. thought that was the obvious one. I thought you were going to take that one. No. Okay. Okay, Matt. Mine. So mine is a, a tiny bit of a cheat. At the end of the movie, Scorpion and Sub Zero fighting. S- uh, Scorpion takes off his oh. mask <laughs> and blows the uh, the flame. Uh-huh. I want Michael Cera to just walk in and be like, "Toasty." <laughs> <laughs> That's cheating. That's not changing the character. You're just adding him. Yeah, but it's so perfect. Uh, it, it, but otherwise, like when Scorpion takes off the mask, it would be <laughs> Michael Cera. <laughs> like, his eyes are the guy who <laughs> yeah. takes the mask off and it just shifts to his face like the whole thing's a mask. Yeah. Or when he's blowing the fire and it just melts into Michael Sarah's face. There you go. Skeleton. It's beautiful. It's fun. Um, or he could have been Cabal underneath the mask. <laughs> you just never know. It's him under there. That's good. I would have him be the bad guy, the main soul sucker dude that I keep Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. I just want him to see... I just want to see Michael Sarah's I'll devour your soul. And it's just sucking him out of there. And he like, like, I'm uh, going to devour your soul now. Yeah. And he like stabs him with like a grease sun straw and like sucks it out with that. I think that'd be the optimum. Uh, it's beautiful. Energy on the Michael Sarah style. Um, I think all of them were good picks. Goro was my favorite. <laughs> that was, that was even truly inspired. That. Very good. Very good. Um, I actually got a chance to think about it this time. You were prepared. <laughs> I was prepared. <laughs> um, favorite character in the movie? Oh. All right. Um, my favorite character, I have, I guess I'm sort of torn. Uh, I think ultimately it would probably be Scorpion, just because his minimal scream time in the vig- very beginning, very end is just spectacular. Uh, however, uh, Sub-Zero drew your eye to him every sing- a single time he was on screen. He was just like magnetic and then uh sonia blade had i think the most character work done for her uh, she would so those three are my one favorite <laughs> fine <laughs> i just, just like a favorite that's fine i just like kano i love the the one-liners it, it just enhanced the whole movie for me yeah i like kano uh too uh, i would say he was my favorite as well because yeah it's the obvious choice but still it was, it was gen- the, the right choice because they could have screwed it up so much, and they didn't. They made him, like, just annoying enough and just quippy enough to be like, this guy's a tool. <laughs> and not, like... Because in um, the Godzilla vs. Kong, like, I did not like the Eleven's... What's her name in real life? Uh, the Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, yeah. Bobby her, like, friend. You didn't and, like him? No, because whenever he would say something, he'd be like, women, <laughs> Or like yeah. it'd always be like this weird clip quip that's like I it feels written and then yeah, like Kano just felt his felt authentic like a real person. They were. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah. I 
think we're both right and he's wrong and that's fine. <laughs> no, I'm wrong one and three times. Yeah, it's fine. No, no cool the, that. every, it's fine. We're least favorite though. Least favorite. Character. Mm. Least favorite. Uh, I'm gonna go last. Okay, my my least favorite. Uh, the I forgot the character name because she was just too extraneous for me. I feel like they just put her in there because she whatever the flying yeah the, the jobber that yeah. just gets killed and she's a vampire in the story like and she's like a harpy in this one. yeah yeah well I mean she she had the wings and all that kind of stuff too but yeah she was, that was my least favorite I. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> um, but if I'm not going to pick the same as you, though, because I hate hat. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think his powers has to be your least favorite because you've been ripping on him. The whole I know time. his powers are the worst. He thinks he's better than everyone else, but his powers are the stupidest powers. So he's like, <laughs> I'm the best. I did the dumbest moves. I throw a hat. What is he from? Uh, James Bond. Like, Captain America throws a Frisbee. Yeah, but the fr- it's a Frisbee. <laughs> it makes sense to me. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I'm shocked that neither of you said uh, weird hammer guy that's like from Mortal Kombat 4 that has, he's so meaningless he has no name. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't remember his name. Uh, I don't know his name either, and that's why I forgot him. <laughs> yeah. Jax kills him, that guy. Uh, but that's not my answer. Uh, my answer is going to be controversial. I'm going with Kano. Really? Um, not because he's poorly, uh, poorly performed. He is, I think, of all the performances, he, next to Sub-Zero, gave the best performance. Right. Um, he. This is venturing into Joker territory for me, where my complaint with his portrayal is that he is so likable in how unlikable he is Yeah. that the type of audience that might go and see Mortal Kombat might get the wrong message from this guy and they didn't do enough work to vilify him and he comes off likable which excuses his use of language because almost everything he says is either homophobic or prejudicial in some way and that really uh disturbed me while i was watching the movie and then when i saw interviews where he like made up the jokes on set like the jokes are funny that's that's the problem is like they land like he's not it doesn't come off as problematic because he's likable and so that was my biggest character problem. However, nothing against the actor. He's great and apparently can improv like with the best of them. So Kano's my, my Fair enough. Answer. Like, yeah, I can see what you're saying. I don't think that anybody most people are gonna go see this know what Mortal Kombat is. Yeah. So I think they know already that he's like a tool. Yeah, I just don't want this guy to be the new moniker of, like, the the anti-woman stance, you know what I mean? Oh, I, I don't know. He gets beat up by a woman, so it's it evens it out. I, I still haven't looked online to see what the uh, the people are saying about Sonya or anything. We'll find out, I guess, in the future. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, least favorite part of the movie? Ooh. I don't know. Hmm. For me, it was the when Liu Kang is bringing them to the temple, and he's like, "I'm a mystical man," and he's like, "I, I, th- I just did not like him and how he did that there." And it was like such a long, drawn out scene to get to Raiden. I just thought that that was too much. 
like could have been shorter because it's like that weird part in the middle where it's like they need to build up some of the time and then like develop the other characters in to give them personalities but i just think they just didn't they could have done a little bit more a little better uh interesting i so i think my least favorite scene isn't really necessarily like a, a scene but the, when sub-zero first talks to shang sung in outworld they did nothing to establish outworld at that point right i feel like the way that the movie was structured the the logical point uh raiden should have been the film's narrator and you play the opening with scorpion and sub-zero's origin and then uh have raiden take the baby and then do like a Lord of the Rings esque montage of establishing what the the nine realms are and stuff like that, so that when you introduce all of a sudden it says Outworld. If you're not a fan of the game, if you're like a first time watcher, uh, you're gonna just be like, "The hell is Outworld?" Like there, they did nothing to establish that there's off world realms at that point. In That's true. Film. Well, they did have the the words in the beginning. Yeah, they did have like a little bit of a. Yeah, they had that little tiny. Yeah, I I don't know. I think play Mortal Kombat. I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> they can't Sorry. even spell combat. <laughs> yeah, they can't spell combat. <laughs> but you're right. Other than that little blurb at the beginning, yeah. and then um, they don't explain what Outworld is until so Sonia it, and what's his name meet up in that yeah. like, archive room. So it just felt choppy to me because when they went from uh, with that scene, I remember thinking like. Up to that point, I thought the movie was, like, perfect. I had no complaints whatsoever. That was the first moment where I was like, oh, I have an issue here. And then I immediately started thinking on how you could change the structure. And I think the only reason they probably didn't do that is because they didn't want to directly emulate Lord of the Rings. But I do think when you're dealing with fantasy and fantasy worlds and alternate dimensions... It's important to have that character to really explain that to the audience. And even with Sonya's little tiny bit of like dialogue about it, you never get that throughout the entire film. True. So I guess mine would be when uh, they bring up the elder gods, uh-huh. like uh, who are the elder God? Like, you know, who? Yeah. Like I, it just felt like I needed more. Yeah. It, it, Cause I didn't I, even know playing the game. I, I just don't remember about the elder gods. I didn't even know that is Raiden one of them. Uh, no. He's just he, a god. He's a, a guardian or something. He, he's he's a god. Uh, but he's not one of the But he's elder not gods. he's not the elder god. He answers to the elder gods. Okay. Because I think yeah, both of your answers are very similar in the sense that like there wasn't the games don't really explain it either. They're just like these are the bad guys that live over here. The mid-tier games do. Like, so the first three or four have no story, really. Uh, well, the first three have no story. The fourth one implements little bits of story uh, if you've won the game. But the fifth one onwards, they actually have rich story. Um, and you watch scenes, then you play a fight, then you watch scenes, then you play a fight. Um and then they had side quest films like Shaolin Monks, I think, was, or Shaolin Warriors. I can't remember. Uh, but that was a Liu Kang Kao, uh, Kung Lao video game. And Sub-Zero had his own quest video game and stuff like that. Uh, Sony and Jax did as well. That's where you really learn much more of the mythology that's not just written. So you're like, uh, I like the blue one. What's he about? And then you're like, oh, his name's Sub-Zero and he's from the Lin Kuei clan. And like, that was, the mythology was all written prior to game four 
really. All right. So, um, and then the final thing is, uh, would you uh, recommend it or burn down and leave? I think we all know what we're gonna say. Just in case the audience doesn't know, I, I would recommend. Oh, I would recommend it. I would too. I also would recommend it. We already talked the whole movie, the whole thing about how good it was. So yeah. I can't imagine any of us having I, any alternative. I think it was the right movie for the right time. It definitely was. Yeah, it came out. I'm glad they didn't keep. They only postponed it like a week, right? Yeah. Yes, one week. Well, That's originally it was me. supposed to come out in January, but then it got pushed to April and then a week. Well, that's not bad. But yeah, it's not like die never, never die or whatever <laughs> by James Bond. I and I do think that this movie could be the spearhead. Like this is a first-time filmmaker, and if he goes on to make something else that's good, or this movie does well enough to warrant a sequel, which I imagine will happen, and as long as it doesn't get stuck in development hell or is unable to stick the landing and this film along with Sonic and uh, Pikachu before that kind of turns the tide on how public perception of video game movies are. They can make 55 Resident Evil movies. They can make another Mortal Kombat. Yeah, but not, yeah. none of them were good. <laughs> I'm saying, like, I don't think there's really need... As long as they made money, they should be able to make another one. Yeah, my, my <laughs> want is that... Critical analysis of these movies stops being they're bad because they're video game movies and start to watch the movie for the uh, like this movie is geared and by design to uh, just meant to please crowds. It's not meant to be viewed any other way than being like a pure entertainment venue. There's it doesn't ask anything of your thoughts. <laughs> uh, and I think that. It, it delivers on that. It inarguably delivers on that. The uh, yet still getting kind of negative reviews, and suddenly we're in a state where comic books have transcended to the point where you can make just thoughtless entertainment venue films like Ant Man, and and the critics are going to support it, uh, while also making thoughtful films like The Dark Knight or uh, any of the Avenger movies uh, or Black Panther or something. Or Jack, uh, Zack Snyder Justice League. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like you, uh, you don't, you're not seeing an equivalent of uh, negative negativity with comic book movies anymore. Uh, oh. So I, w I'm hoping this movie kind of turns the tied on that to Agreed. some extent well in three years when the next mortal kombat game comes out there'll be another mortal kombat movie yeah perhaps i i that's that's my prediction that it'll come out when the next game comes out. uh lastly quick name the the next movie like it's got to be mortal kombat's like colon what Ask me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mortal kombat um paints a vivid picture <laughs> tournament <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> because they didn't have one. I'm going to say... Mortal Kombat. Johnny Cage is in this one. Mortal Kombat Fatality. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Yeah, it's going to totally be like Finish Him or something like that. Oh, that would be good, too. Uh-huh. Fatality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not in today's that, world. Right? No, Fatality is when they turn them into babies. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is like a weird thing. That Whatever. is... Yeah. They need to do that in one of the movies. I just want to add, see this in a movie theater, yeah. not on HBO Max. This movie was meant with the soundtrack, with the, the spectacle. With the, an audience. With an audience. 
see it in a movie theater, not on HBO Max. You saw so we saw it on a private screening in a big theater. You saw it in a big theater that yeah. was that had humans in it. Um, as full it, as they could possibly be with the times it is. Yeah. And it it was definitely enjoyable. People were were they cheering and like audience There was reactions? a couple of cheers. There was people like going like, oh, like you know, <laughs> like excited about it. It's yeah. fun to be in a group with people that it's it's just good to be in a group, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Even, even if you're not with anybody and you're like distance from each other, you're like, I'm enjoying this with humans that also enjoy things I like. So it's, yeah, it's definitely better in the theater instead of at home where you're like, I'm alone. <laughs> <laughs> My dog wants to watch Mortal Kombat. <laughs> but um, the final thing is, uh, anybody have anything they want to plug? Um, yeah, I have uh, a channel that's functional now up and running i even have my own intro little video uh, state of flux on youtube uh you can check out my reviews for uh the latest releases uh i'm hoping to do one for the entirety of falcon and the winter soldier sometime this coming week um and uh i'm doing a deep dive exploration of the works of studio ghibli and uh hayao miyazaki uh on a weekly basis on the channel so uh check that out state of flux nice i'm a loser i have nothing to plug yeah someday you'll do something (laughs) okay it'll be fun um and you know how to find this on any podcasting thing it's also on spotify so tell your friends and uh leave us a review and uh yeah answer our question who would be the best johnny cage in the next movie (laughs) all right everybody I don't remember what I was going to say. It's got to be Michael Sarah. <laughs> it would be too good to be true. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you later. Bye.